0: Welcome to the Golf Life Alberta podcast with your hosts, Leah bathgate Nathan, and Darren Kraus.
1: Hey everybody, welcome to Season 1, Episode 4 of the Golf Life Alberta podcast, your resource for everything golf in Alberta. Keep up with golf in the province by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at golf Life AB, and on our website at GolfLifeAB.com. Your host, Leah Bathgate-Snethen here, along with my co-host, Darren Krause. How are you today, Darren?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How are you?
1: I'm not so bad. This week, we're going to discuss some PGA highlights, as well as the upcoming Calgary Golf Show, We'll have our chip shots brought to you by Callaway Golf, as well as a little look ahead to what's happening in the next week. As well, in the past week here, Darren sold some clubs and bought a driver's, so we're going to talk a little bit about his process through that.
0: Oh, yes. Fun times. Always fun times when you're on the hunt for clubs.
1: Uh, Fun (laughs) times. Um, so this week on the Pro Circuit. Rory
0: McIlroy wins the Arnold Palmer Invitational.
1: Darren, what did you think of this weekend?
0: Well, you know what? Rory McIlroy, you know, it's it's been a couple of years since he's uh, won anything. I mean, the last one was the Tour Championship wins the FedEx Cup back in two, uh, 2016. You know what? Uh I I think I was talking to you before this. I love a good redemption story. Um you know what? I'm not a huge Rory McIlroy fan, but I know that he was at the top of his game. He was the talk of the world in in golf. And then he kind of fell off the radar. I think he dropped as far as 14th in the in the standings. And I it's it's always nice to see a win like this.
1: Yeah, it was I mean, you can't argue against the play that he had, the putting the chipping, the driving, everything about his game was on. But I have to say, wasn't that excited to see him win this week?
0: No, well, not you know the what?
1: hugest Rory fan.
0: No, I, I was excited. You know what? He drove the ball better than I've seen him drive the ball in a long time. Like when he's pounding him out there, three hundred and seventy yards. I mean, you've, you've got to have some serious problems with your short game if you're not leading, you know, and being able to stick darts in there at the. Uh, at the pins, but uh, you said you're not a, a big Rory fan. Like, Can't you just enjoy the win for him a little bit?
1: I, I was happy with his play, for sure. I mean, five birdies in the last six holes, that that means a lot, obviously, and, and got him the win. I, but I lost a lot of respect for him, you know, with around the Olympics and him pulling out of the Olympics and then addressing the media when he was asked if he had any responsibility in growing the game of golf. Um, and he said it wasn't his job and that just really rubbed me the wrong way and made me go from being a Rory fan to really not.
0: Yeah. You know what? I, I, I get what you're saying. Um, that's probably why I'm not like a huge Rory fan. I do appreciate the talent. Um, but I think there's something to be learned or when he went through that, there was something to be learned. And I think it was probably when that Olympic moment happened that you actually started to see Rory go, okay, like what the heck am I actually doing out here? Maybe I need to rededicate myself and and kind of reprioritize what's going on in my golf career. um, And, and kind of, and, and I I think we've seen that, that progression, you know, it's in a, in a a lot of ways, the same thing that Tiger has done, you know, Tiger has gone through a few more medical issues, but I mean, the same sort of rededication to the game um, and appreciation for the game is kind of what I see in Rory as well
1: see and I I still don't think it's there for him I think he's really turning into the the new fig jam and don't get me wrong everyone knows we both love Phil the original fig jam um the the next fig jam after that in my opinion is Patrick Reed and and Rory's starting to get a little cockier than Patrick and I really I'm not a fan of of I mean there's confidence and there's cockiness and I feel like he's just way too into himself. Not, yeah,
0: not I, a huge fan of it. I, I get that. Good to see him win though. Um, yes. now with that we're getting closer and closer. We've got the match play this weekend and then on to the Masters where I mean we talked about it in the last week's show. Tiger is the odds-on favorite to win the Masters. He's now nine to one. Um, the next best is Dustin Johnson. Should he be the favorite?
1: Um, well, actually, I don't know if you know this. I was just reading something that said that Rory, after his win, um, has now gone to 8-1. to one.
0: Oh, really? Okay. Well, yes. That's, you know what? <laughs> I guess Vegas is just jumping on the bandwagon here for, uh, for whoever is the latest and greatest uh, flavor of the day.
1: Yeah, it kind of seems that way. But, I mean, Tiger, once again, put on another show this weekend. Great to see him. The putting, like, and these long bomb putts, Mm -hmm. It's, it's making it really fun to watch. And just watching Tiger, even if he wasn't necessarily in contention for the win, he was in contention at the top of the leaderboard and... I mean, it does nothing but good things for the game of golf when he's up there.
0: Yeah, I mean, you talk about the putting, Leah, and I think he was perfect from inside eight feet for the whole tournament. I think he had uh, something like, like like 32 putts inside eight feet, and he was 100% on those putts. So uh, really, really great sort of performance from Tiger again. And I think, you know, it's just kind of building. And that's why I would still... I would still put him up there in, in terms of, of being one of the favorites. Um, you know, I think that Rory McIlroy can actually overpower the course a little bit more than Tiger. But I think Tiger, with his, with his age and his experience, I think that he's actually got the finesse that you need in order to win at Augusta, uh, more so than Rory. Rory's still, you know, in my mind, more of a power player than he is a finesse guy. Although his iron play this weekend was pretty good. Um, but you know what? We can't discount guys like Dustin Johnson who hasn't played, uh, in a couple of weeks as well.
1: Absolutely. I, I, Tiger is definitely one that I am rooting for and you're right. He does have that finesse and I'm just going to throw out another little master's ki- pick of mine. Anyone who is in Phoenix on the Alberta golf tour trip, uh, might have a little giggle at this, but I'm rooting for Gary Woodland.
0: <laughs> How, did Gary Woodland. How did I know that was coming? How did I know that was coming? <laughs> you oh, need a little bit of Gary eye, eye candy on the TV, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Before Phoenix, he wasn't really eye candy to me. And, and then he winked in my general direction. And now I love Gary Woodland. Right. Yeah. Um, so if you guys have some feedback on your master's picks or who should be the favorite or whether you're cheering for tiger or DJ or JT or Rory, let us know comment on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or leave comments in the podcast posts. Um, and let us know who you think is going to be up top at the masters this year. Ah.
0: I'm still a Phil fan. I'm still a Phil fan. So I'm hoping Phil can put another masters in the bag. (laughs) Go lefty. Yeah. So up next, we have chip shots. It's brought to you by Callaway Golf. Of course, we do have the best of contest on our website, golflifeab.com, where you can win a chance for Rogue Irons from Callaway Golf or the Rogue Driver.
1: First chip shot of the day. Uh, Wanted to actually mention this last week, uh, but we had some technical difficulties and then kind of (laughs) forgot to talk about it after. But last Monday, Kananaskis opened its T-sheet for the first time since 2013. Uh, Pretty unbelievable. Yeah. And so, I mean, they were expecting really high traffic. The problem was that even though they told their website provider to be ready for it, it was still something that their website provider had never even seen before. They, they're like, oh yeah, no, this happens every year. No, not like that. Right. Not like when people haven't played Kananaskis in five years.
0: Yes, the flood, uh, for those of you who aren't aware, the flood did take out a number of the holes. They had to rebuild the whole thing. We're finally getting a chance to get back to Kananaskis. And of course, the Alberta Golf Tour Championship this year is out at Kananaskis. Uh, definitely looking forward to that one as well
1: super pumped did you make any tea times for yourself
0: no I didn't I'm just gonna wait to uh, ply my trade out at the championships that's that's assuming I, I can qualify this year
1: <laughs> <laughs> right on yeah we made we as as you know on the Alberta Golf Tour we take long weekends off so that I can get some time off so the only two weekends we didn't have plans were May long and August long so we made a couple tea times each of those weekends so very excited well, to that's get out good there. for you
0: so what else next, do you have for
1: some chip shots?
0: Yeah, well, next we'll go to the LPGA. You know, this weekend it was the Founders' Cup, and Inbee Park did, did win. But I think the bigger story is who was in second place. Laura Davies, 30-year veteran of the LPGA. She tied for second. Now, that's pretty amazing, uh, first of all. If she'd have uh, won, she would have broken the age record for a win on the LPGA by eight years. Pretty astounding. It was a great, uh, great weekend for Laura Davies.
1: Yeah, that's great. Good for her.
0: Yep. And then we've got Jacqueline Lee uh, from one end of the spectrum, you know, a 30-year veteran to somebody who's just starting her career. Jacqueline Lee, Calgary golfer. She's playing down at at Ohio State. She finished runner-up in this past weekend's NCAA event. Uh, I believe it's called the Clover Cup. Uh, Congrats to her. It's her third top 10 this year. It's pretty amazing.
1: That's great. And Jacqueline has been such a great ambassador for the game. I kind of watched her through her amateur career as well and in Calgary and in, in Alberta in general, and she's just been awesome. And the battles between her and Jennifer Haw back in the day were always fun to see too. So it's great to see her performing well in college in the States.
0: Absolutely. So
1: those are this week's Chip Shots brought to you by Callaway Golf. Next up, we are going to have a little chat here with Brittany from the PGA of Alberta office, and she's going to tell us a little bit about this weekend's Calgary Golf Show. All right, we've got Brittany here from the PGA of Alberta office. Thanks for joining us today, Brittany.
2: Thanks for having me, Leah. I'm really excited to speak about the golf show.
1: Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about your busy march at the PGA of Alberta office
2: yeah, well, March has kept us busy for sure. We started off the month um, with our EGM and Spring Seminar. Had some really good speakers come out um, and present to the, some of the PGA pros here. Uh, we had Kevin Lowell, Gary McKenzie, Cameron McCormick, and some other pretty awesome names. So we were quite excited about that. That's great. And then we went straight into the Edmonton Golf Show, where we saw over 2,500 golf lovers. um, And we raised nearly $5,000 for Ronald McDonald House Northern Alberta. So we felt it was a pretty successful show.
1: That is those are really good numbers. Absolutely. So what is there to see this weekend at the Calgary Golf Show?
2: Yeah, so the Calgary Golf Show is about twice the size of the Edmonton Golf Show. So we're quite excited to have the same sort of idea as the Edmonton with the closest to the pin, long drive, putting, chipping contests. Um, we have 50-50 there, and all of those contests go, um, all the proceeds go to help raise money for kids' cancer care. So they're a really fun way to raise money and get involved, work on some of your um, long drives, um, and try and see how you compare to other golf lovers in the province or in the city. For sure. Uh, we also have a kids zone. We have a driving range um, where we have Callaway, Cobra, Puma, Mizuno, Ping, Wilson, and they're all set up so you can test out some of their latest product and see kind of how it feels like in your hand and get the sales reps right there, so you don't have to worry about going into a shop and maybe just seeing the product.
1: Oh, that's great. Um, will people be able to take
2: lessons at the show? Yeah, so we have a few um, different spots going on, four stalls, where PJ of Canada professionals give a free 15-minute lesson to anyone. doesn't matter what your skill level is, what your age is, they're there to help you out for 15 minutes, and like I said, it's free, so we invite everybody to come check that out.
1: I always leave my booth to do one of those every year.
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's hard not to.
1: It's true. Just it's just sitting there, answer. and
2: it's great to get little tips from them.
1: Exactly. Um, now, the Edmonton Show had some presenters. Are we going to see any presenters in Calgary? Yes.
2: Yeah, so we have Curtis Eamesius, wow. who was also at the Edmonton Golf Show. He's a world-long drive co- competitor. He's going to sit on the drive range, driving range and um, kind of show what he can do his tips, his tricks, um, some of his curveballs, whatnot, um, that can, you can kind of test it out and see how close you get to Curtis's um, longest drive. Right on. And then we also have Kyle Miller, who was a teaching pro for the PGA of Alberta, but now has gone on to focus on the power of believing in yourself, motivational speaking. Uh, he is the first golfer with cerebral palsy to play in the PGA tour event. So he's definitely had some challenges and he just wants to kind of share his knowledge, what he's done to succeed in the golf world.
1: Oh, that sounds awesome. What day will he be presenting?
2: So he'll be on Sunday from 12 to one. And then we have Curtis from two to three on Saturday.
1: Excellent. Now, is there any way that people can save money on their entry to the show?
2: Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few different ways. You can go to Golf Canada Cards website or you can go to our website, albertagolfshows.com, and get a $2 off coupon. And then you just print that off or show it on your phone and they'll give you a $2 discount. And then on Sunday, we also have a family day pass for that two general admissions, normally $12 each for $15, and then kids 12 and under are free.
1: Excellent. We also have those coupons up on our website at golflifeab.com, and that's still sticky for you guys, so you can uh, head over there and print those off or show that on your phone as well. Uh, Anything Anything else to add, Brittany?
2: Um, We have uh, the the lounge area 19th hole, which is a recent addition to the Calgary show. We've had it in the past, but we've decided to bring it back, give some people a place to drink, relax, um, and enjoy golf, enjoy the atmosphere. So, Excellent. I think that's going to be quite popular. Yes,
1: we are looking forward to that. That's something we've kind of been spoiled with at the Edmonton show. I think I talked about that on the last podcast. So that's exciting that we will have the lounge at the Calgary show this year as well. Thank you for bringing that.
2: <laughs> yeah, no problem. And I just want to touch on two grand prizes that we have. Um, we're really fortunate to have two great stay and play packages. One from Gulf Vancouver Island, which is 7 nights stay for two. Um, and there's a few different courses in there. Uh, you have to be at the show, fill out the ballot, drop it in for your chance to win. And then the other grand prize we have is a seven night stay for two in Moon Palace, Cancun, presented by Champagne Travel. So that's Cancun, Mexico. And same idea you have to be at the show, drop your ballot in for your chance to win.
1: Those both sound awesome. Really looking forward to the show. Thank you for joining us, Brittany.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Really enjoy that. We will see you this weekend at the Calgary golf show at the BMO center, March 24th, 25th, nine to five on Saturday and 10 to four on Sunday.
2: Great.
1: Thank you, Leah. All right. Thank you so much, Brittany, for joining us on this week's show. Next up, we told you earlier in the show that uh, Darren got rid of some clubs and went on a bit of a driver hunt this week. So what driver were you replacing, Darren? What did you sell?
0: Well, you know what? I sold my old uh, Nike Vapor Speed irons. Um, I had, uh, I'd actually won them at a golf tournament uh, probably two years, maybe three years back. They were, they were just the newest clubs. I mean, you had the Vapor Pros and the, and the Vapor Speeds. These ones were the speeds, got a full set. Um, And I I started actually just playing my Callaways again last year. So uh, I figured I needed to upgrade the driver because I wasn't in love with the Nike driver. Um, So that kind of led to me selling them um, on Kijiji and uh, really quickly sold them. Actually, quite surprised at how quickly I sold the clubs. And then I went on the big driver hunt.
1: Right on. So where did you go to test out these new clubs?
0: Well, I went to Golf Town. Good friends at golf town um you know what I actually find them really quite quite knowledgeable you know they kind of walk you through the whole process uh, so I was really pleased with with that and you know i I did have a budget in mind I mean although I was able to sell the clubs for six hundred dollars um part of what i what what else I had to replace was I had to replace my sixty degrees so I had to find a way to get a driver and a sixty degree wedge um, for um you know like as a part of this whole package of clubs. So luckily I knew right away how much I was gonna have to spend on a driver because the Cleveland 60 degree Rotex 2.0 that I wanted was on for $79. So I think I actually got a really good deal on that one. So that then was it was on to deal. the driver. Yeah. So then it was on to the driver.
1: So how many brands did you end up trying? What which drivers did you try?
0: Uh you know what? I tried the the newest Ping, I tried the, uh, I tried the Cobra, I tried the M3, M4 um, from TaylorMade, uh, I also tried, there was one more, uh, well actually what, the one that I ended up settling on, um, but we'll get to that, um, was another TaylorMade driver, um, but you know what, I, I didn't really love the twist face, you know? I, you, well, I
1: couldn't help but notice that you didn't mention the Callaway Rogue in there, Darren.
0: Yeah, you know what? Um, I wanted to try it. I've hit the Epic before. Um, I wanted to try the Rogue. I probably should have. But you know what? 649 was a little bit out of my budget. Um, I would have loved to, to to buy it. I Like I said, I've hit the Epic. I actually hit it quite well. Probably one of the best drivers I've hit. Um, but in the end, uh, you know what? budget 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 yeah and (laughs) and for me what what it comes down to is um is the extra 300 dollars or whatever i'm going to spend going to result in you know two three four fewer strokes on the golf course and i guess i wasn't convinced that going with the latest and greatest tech that i was going to be able to do that
1: so what difference did you notice between these new ones that you hit and Mm -hmm. between each other and between your old driver
0: right so I think the old driver, um, the old driver, the old Nike driver was kind of odd. It had a really, really um, wide, tall face, but it, it just seemed really, really flat. Like it just, like if you hit it on the, the sweet spot, um, you could really crank it. But for some reason, I found it tough to hit the sweet spot on that. Now, I fully accept that this could be my swing, of course, <laughs> um, but um, I think it was easier to hit the sweet spot in some of the newer drivers. Um, So, you know, I I went through them. I've always actually liked the ping driver, um, but I actually, I I wasn't getting quite the, um, like I'm a real feel golfer. So when I swing the club, I want to be able to feel that ball off my club face. I want it to feel nice and soft and I want it to pop off the club face. If it feels too much like, But like butter, or that I'm hitting a brick wall, you know what? I kind of try to find the medium spot in there. And so when I hit the twist face, the one thing I found, um, and this could be more directly to my swing, is I found that I was hitting them super high and I was hitting them with a really, really high fade. Um, And I didn't really love that shot shape. Um, The one that gave me, like, I like hitting a straight ball. Uh, to be honest with you, um, maybe with a little bit of a baby fade. um, But I felt like the ball was like flying off the club face to the right with the twist face drivers. Were Uh,
1: you gaining any distance or consistency? Like were you misses less dispersed or did you notice anything like that
0: yeah well when i started hitting the twist face uh they were a little bit less dispersed but when i had the same number of hits the dispersion rate was actually quite a bit bigger so the guy said you know what why don't you try last year's technology um it might work better for you so i went down to the m2 And my dispersion rate there all of a sudden went from, you know, a wide circle to probably, you know, plus or minus eight yards, which when you're talking on most golf courses, that's not too bad. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and I wasn't losing any distance. In fact, I was getting better roll. I was getting a better launch angle. um, You know, I was getting a better spin rate on uh, using the M2 than any of the other drivers. So, you know... I think the thing that that people out there and I'm by no means an expert on 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 club fitting or that sort of thing but I think you've got to get away from the the newest shiniest object and you've still got to stick with what feels good um and what you hit the best you know you can buy the 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 big time drivers for 600 dollars um but it, if you don't feel good hitting it then there's no sense spending that kind of money
1: Yeah agree. And I have been a huge advocate of making sure that when people are getting new clubs, even if it's just a driver, but even more specifically a whole set of irons, you need to go get Mm -hmm. properly fit. Um, And there's a few places throughout the province that can do that kind of stuff. Um, I know I I send a lot of people personally, just because I used to work there, um, to Craig Dale, who's at Country Hills. He Mm -hmm. works out of the nest there, and he's actually a certified fitter in every single brand. So that's kind of neat where he can, and they've got uh, the launch monitor and everything in there throughout the winter when there's a lot of snow, they're hitting into a, uh, not a screen, but just a net. And Mm -hmm. when they can open the door, they can hit onto the driving range and and really get a feel with different shafts, different um, launch angles, different face angles, that type of thing. It is so important for people to get fit properly for Mm. a new set of golf clubs it will it will change their game
0: yeah well you know what that's the one thing i want to do next um i i in my club sale i actually got rid of my three wood as well and i went back to my old tailor-made burner um that i'm so comfortable with because i love i love how it feels but the grip the grip on it is a little bit bigger so with this new driver i have to go get the grip a little bit you know a little bit oversized from where it's at right now. So you're right, all those little things grip, shaft, you know, even even the loft on the club, a lot of people, you know, they they get caught up in 9.5, 10.5, you know, 11.5. You got to find that right that right area for you. Um and a professional can help you do that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Some other places you can get fit at, obviously besides Golf Town would be Ted and Dave Custom Golf, which is also in Calgary, and I know De Bears in Edmonton also does it. So, um, lots of options for you guys. Um, so you chose the M two at the end of the day, yeah? Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah, you know what? It was a it was a great deal. Um, I actually went and hit it on the range again yesterday. Um, I was spraying a little bit, but, um, and I was hitting it off the top of the face, but again, I think it's a a little bit of a swing flaw and maybe just the setup of the mats. At least that's what I'm going to blame it on. Um, but you know what, the, the way, the way it pops off the face, um, I haven't had a driver in my bag. That when I hit the sweet spot, it absolutely launches the ball the way the M2 did. So, and you know what? I mean, it was good enough for Dustin Johnson last year, or yeah, the, last year, the year before. So, I mean, what? Why isn't it good enough for me right now, right?
1: Confession: I still hit a burner draw driver as well.
0: <laughs> like one of the original ones that has the like, the, like the bubble on from the top of the shaft. Do you have one of those,
1: yeah. <laughs> It's, I can't find anything that I can hit as well or as straight or as long. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not the new shiny. I couldn't seem to hit the Epic last year. I have hit the Rogue a few times. Um, at the Edmonton Golf Show, I hit it a few times and, and I did like the feel of that one. I don't know. I've, I feel like it's somewhat similar to the Epic, so I don't know why I couldn't hit the Epic and I can hit the Rogue. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm still playing a 10-year-old driver myself, so it works, right? Yeah.
0: Well, you know what? It's time to upgrade, Leah.
1: <gasps> oh no. I need to <laughs> yeah. go through this now.
0: Yeah, no kidding.
1: So what else is coming up this week? We've got the WGC Dell Match Play up for the PGA. Did you did you watch any of the draws last night?
0: No, I didn't catch the draws. Who do we have going up against each other? Any good ones? Oh
1: man. There's 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 a lot. Um I'm not going to name them all. Some of my favorite ones here. I've just got them pulled up on my computer. Um our Canadian boy Adam Hadwin is going up against uh fellow Callaway boy Kevin Kisner.
0: Ooh, so Kisner, their I like won. Kisner.
1: They're first off. Uh Justin Thomas and Luke List, I thought was also an interesting one.
0: Luke List really rising up the ranks this year.
1: He is. He's doing great. Um who else was interesting to me? We've got uh, Tommy Fleetwood, who they were saying last night on the show has not missed a cut in any event internationally this year. Wow. In, on the PGA or internationally. So he's actually going up against fellow Englishman Ian Poulter. So that'll be interesting. Uh, who else do we have? Uh, our boy Phil is going up against Charles Howell the Third.
0: Should be an easy take for Phil, although Charles Howell can put together some uh, some pretty stunning rounds when his game is on.
1: It's true. And then my man, Gary Woodland, going up against Webb Simpson. So that'll be a tight match, I think. And uh, in the last group, we've got Cooch going up against Zach Johnson.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Good old yeah. schoolers there. That's good. Yeah. That's good. And of course, yeah, like it. yeah, on the LPGA, they've got the Kia Classic. Um, and then we got... After this weekend, we've got all eyes on the Masters, so we'll talk about some of the favorites uh, in that next week.
1: Oh, man, I cannot wait. And the Kia Classic, interesting side note, um, when the LPGA was at Pritis Greens a couple of years ago, Um, the, we had three Alberta golf tour players, Tom, Fred, and Sandra put a pro-am team in. I got to caddy for Tom (laughs) and our pro that year was Miriam Lee, who just so happens to be the reigning champion for the Kia classic in the LPGA. So we will be cheering her on again for a repeat. That's for sure. Right on. We'll make sure you guys give us some feedback. If there's anything you'd like us to talk about or not talk about or talk about some more, um, please let us know. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at Golf Life AB, as well as on our website at GolfLifeAB.com. Thanks so much for joining us again this week, and we will talk to you next week.
0: You've been listening to the Golf Life Alberta Podcast.